right, everyone, uh, our lucky listeners, as uh, my co-host Omar Henderson has coined, lucky listeners. We find you guys to be lucky, and we find ourselves to be lucky that we're talking and you're listening. And you're listening to Not Your Common Conversation. And we wanted to give a brief uh, intro into this. Uh, we've got a little bit of feedback. Omar, um, bring us up to speed. All right, so this is a continuation of the last conversation that we had with Vance Gregg over the Palestinian-Israeli issue. And today we brought in, we brought back Vance, yeah, and then we brought in Phil Larson. Now, how come, why Vance? Why do we bring him in? Well, I know Vance, let me say this. As I, I said, um, and you're here in the podcast, Vance is a developer uh, in the DMV area, although he might develop all over the world. Um, but he's a developer, uh, uh, building property of, uh, uh, developer of uh, Greg and Cardona Partners. They do amazing work. Um, he's a friend that got introduced from a mutual friend of ours, and I find him to be a really a good thinker. He's also a uh, attorney, former attorney. I guess you're always an attorney, and also a former university professor. And um, He's just, I find him to be a uh, smart, thought provoking, um, and pretty like his own thinker. You know, I, I find him to be, um, he's not necessarily bound to any uh, way of thinking other than him, his own independent thoughts. And I, 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 I'm, that's something that I really um, am, uh, I lean into. What I notice about Vance is that he tends to ask a lot of questions that draw conclusions, or actually the questions that he asks support his point of view. He'll ask other people questions, yeah, expecting them to come to the conclusion that he's already arrived at in his head. And I guess that's you know part of his attorney had his. I mean, you know, businessman, you know. Um, Father, husband, grandfather, he's just that guy right. um, that that challenges thoughts. But I think he does it in a very um, smart way uh, and a very enrolling way for some. Um, some people, you know, it could, it could feel a little prickly or it could feel um, suspicious or what have you. Um, and then, and then Phil. So, wh wh what? Why did you bring Phil to the show? Okay, so I brought Phil to the show because uh, Phil is, to me, he represents the other side. Not only is he like I'm African American, he's white, but also he's Republican. And I, though nowadays I don't uh, identify hard with one side or the other. Yeah, uh, there's still a point of view over there that I don't necessarily agree with, but I'm open to hear about. And then Phil um, is very uh, connected to a lot of uh, information through, I want to say, alternative news sources, not mainstream. And when I say mainstream, I'm not only thinking about CNN and MSNBC, I'm including Fox in there just as oh, well. Oh, yeah. He's definitely... All right. I, I've so, heard him si side the way of Fox. Well, I, he it, sided it, the way of Fox, but he's... Hold on. He, he's He's drifted away from listening to... Fox as a main source. Sure, sure, sure. He's gotten more into alternative yet right-wing news sources. Not only that, he's a history buff, specifically around Roman, Roman history. history. Yeah. So, you know, that kind of puts him in a position of being um, inquisitive about American history. Sure. And so he's a 
student of that. And one of Phil's um, outstanding traits is he's a wordsmith. And so uh, he will hear a word and then consider all the dimensions in which that word can be applied. And then um, almost, how can I say this? And not not to slight him, but almost, uh, it's like the word then puts you in a maze. <laughs> not amazing, but in a maze. Like a matrix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's able to, he's but, able to, you know, he'll, he'll take words and really investigate the words. So, which is interesting because between the two of them, you have, uh, Vance who asks, and I'm going to say leading questions. Yeah. And you have, uh, Phil who, um, likes to spin words, all right, or open them up to sure. other alternative meetings. The two of them together make for a great mix. Yeah, I think I think he he as well is his own thinker. I mean, everybody ha- is influenced by something. Let's not let's let's not be crazy. Everybody, you know, derives from from whatever story they want to side with. But um, uh, I think. Uh, him as a sort of opposing sometimes um, opposing viewpoint, I think adds to the conversation. Like if we're just in a room and everybody's agreeing that I don't think that there's necessarily much growth in that. And so to have someone who has his own thoughts, uh, not necessarily in line with me or, or, um, or, or Omar or, Vance or whomever guests we have on here adds to, I think, the conversation. So I thought it wise for him to come on and and talk to us and talk to Vance. And um, you, you'll hear them, you know, have their opposing views, I guess. So, yeah, I, I think that it was it just made for interesting conversation. So, you know, take a listen. Uh, you know, you might agree, you might disagree, um, but please do listen, tell a friend, like us, um, download us. Uh, this episode, uh, particularly is going to be on YouTube as well. Most of it anyway. And so check it out and, uh, keep listening. All right. You lucky listeners. Go out and make some more lucky listeners. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> All right. Share, share, like, and uh, follow. Thank you. All right. Here we are. Another episode of Not Your Common Conversation. And we're back here with uh, my co-host, Omar Henderson. I'm Hello, Chris Downing. Lucky listeners. Lucky listeners. And we are here... Uh, again, this is part two, I would call it. Uh, Vance, well, we've had Phil on, uh, I think, uh, episode five. This is uh, episode seven. But we have Vance on episode six. And Vance, you were laying out. Uh, well, tell us what you were laying out. Well, I'm trying to remember now. I know, right? I remember. <laughs> well, let me, let me just say this. Vance is... Uh, um, Developer, uh, lawyer, uh, former um, uh, university uh, professor. Professor, university right. professor. Right. Um, like I said, friend, uh, Phil, historian. I think both of you guys have a both touch of, of them historian. Are historians, yeah, for sure. But no, specifically, 
Well, I like Roman history. Roman history. Western civilization. And and I'm a, an amateur, an armchair historian. Okay. All right. In case any, in case any real historians are listening. A little listening. disclaimer. That's fine. Yeah, we I we remember, got some in the I back room. Now. You remember. Check. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, so I think get I, us close. I want you a little tighter on the mic. Not a problem. Okay. And I remember what you were what you were leading up to. Yes, yeah. you do now. Yeah, as well. Well, I'll yeah. Give you a shot at it first. All right. So what you were leading up to was, and the question was, of what interest do is of what interest do we have uh, in the Middle East? You know. Um, well, I have a different recollection. You have a different. Maybe recollection. a different way. Yeah. And what I was, I think, where we left in, or where we tried to leave in was that as human beings, as individuals, you know, we go through our life, you know, with our, for our peculiar motivations, right, and peculiar relationships, in that, but we are also part of something larger in a society, and that in that society, there are people who we don't know sometimes, some we do, who have their interest. And, and, and this, what we were talking about, some of the major world events or events within the United States, that those interests are hard at work pursuing their interest. And mm-hmm. in that sometimes those interests, in many cases, require the support of the population, whether it be through taxes, whether it be through emotional support, whether it be through intellectual support. So they attempt to influence other people, you and I. Mm-hmm. And I think where we left it was, what, who are, who are those people? If that's a question who can even that it can even be answered, but what are those interests? Yeah, right. What are those interests exactly? And that and that we as individuals have to try to be careful to the to the extent of our capacities to to be cognizant of that reality of interest and therefore navigate that territory Hmm. in ways that protect us and our interest and those who we care about. Well, advance of interesting. Can you explain what you mean by interests and how that uh, uh, relates to people? Sure. I think, I think, I, I don't know if I can fully explain it, but I would just try to give examples. I mean, we I, we have an interest in food. We have an interest in security. We have an interest in love. Some people have an interest in power. I know. So I don't think people have multiple interests, right? You think right. they they do have multiple? I think we yeah. as in, as human beings have multiple interests. Right. We have right. a hierarchy of interests. Right. 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 So we're complex social right. creatures. Gotcha. But so, those yeah. interests right. usually revolve around personal security, power within a social structure, and survival. Yeah. However, one might define that. Right. Right. And and, and it's <laughs> funny because I I agree. Interest is like attention. I mean, mm-hmm. it interest requires attention, mm-hmm. uh, and attention requires um, sort of the desire to attend mm-hmm. to something. Uh, it, it's a motivation thing. I mean, mm-hmm. you're motivated for your survival. Mm-hmm. It's it's a human nature thing for you mm-hmm. to care about your survival. Mm-hmm. It's it's a human requirement to eat and food mm-hmm. and so forth. Mm-hmm. 
And then you mentioned something that was a little out of that world, and that was this interest in power in a structure. Because mm. automatically you've just gone from you know the personal to mm. a, a a thing that involves others, right? This 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 power structure, this this system is 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 created by us. I mean, it exists. F- in, you know, we exist in it, and and it it has a piece of all of us in it, and we have a piece of ourselves in in the structure. Uh, so we have interests in what that structure. What system are you ref- or structure are you referring to? Well, when you mentioned you have an interest in power, mm-hmm. right? There are you, you there there are, and what does power mean? Power, power presumes that that if you are, we can use a less inflamed word. We can just say control. I think I like yeah. You think control is better? Uh, yeah, o- control over is over a system, over a system. I think you know it's, it's interesting. You should say yeah. I think control is more befitting because it's a t- human tendency to uh, how can I say to discover something about how to live and then want to uh, make it better. <laughs> well, not make it better, but make sure that you know. That you it comes to it. pass. That, that you learn it, and that you learn it, and that and that Ahmad learns it, and that everybody learns it, you know, because why? I don't know. I mean, I could dig deeper and say that it has something to do with feeling validated, but for well, some reason or another. There might be, validation might be part of it, but allow me to suggest that I like to think of these things of, in terms of the small and then to the large. Right. Well, when we, you get to power, though, that's yeah. kind of like... Well, no, no, no. I would suggest that it starts at the small. Huh, okay. Because I, would, of, I could see that connection. Because we have to stretch, go backwards to some extent. We live in a planet today of almost, I believe, 9 billion people. I could be off on it's, that. It's definitely 8. Right. Moving right, up. Moving <laughs> up. But it wasn't always like that. Right. Right? At least not to our best knowledge. Maybe it was at one time, and it all went away, and it's come back again. But to the best of our knowledge that we're comfortable with today, we live under the belief of a history where mankind started out at a much lower population and that people lived within bands, or B-A-N-D-S, clans, tribes, you know, very small to start with. And so we're social animals. And from that I shouldn't say that in a conclusory fashion like that, but it is accepted that the human being is a social animal. Right. That we cannot exist one person by ourselves. Right. We can't even procreate. We're not asexual. So we cannot produce ourselves without a relationship with at least one more human being. And then the new human being cannot survive independently. Some can. For example, a cow can be born and within 10 hours or something or 15 hours, it could be up and running, but it would still need its mother for the milk. But there are some animals that can actually swim away from birth or move away from birth, from that birth experience and be independent. The human being is not one of them. So we're a social animal. I'm only saying, to make the point, uh, that Everything that exists at a large scale, at the 9 billion level, had to exist first almost in its, in its roots at the tribe level, mm-hmm. right? And so, and so when you move to the 9 billion level, 
the question is how do you what's the relationship of the nine billion to what still exists which is the family unit or that social network that every human being up to some point is limited to until you begin to exercise control beyond if that's your aspiration beyond that physical limit and you start exercising control kind of leveraging something to exercise control over larger and larger groups of people who actually you don't really know you don't know the people right that you're controlling <laughs> right yeah but you're controlling but them you're controlling for, them for something for an interest right for an interest Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Now we're hitting. So, so some of the so right. some of the listeners, lucky listeners, might might be wondering, what does this have to do with? I think we were outlining what's happening in Israel, Gaza, this recent uh, bombing of Israel of of Hamas, and the whole story behind it. Mm -hmm. Because everybody's got a lot to say about it mm -hmm. over here in the U.S. Mm. <laughs> and I think that's a that's a big question mark. What speaking of interest, mm -hmm. what interest do the U does the U.S. have? Because I, I bring that up because we're so always quick to mm -hmm. come to the. Well, yeah, that's funny. To find the well, hang on, hang on to come to the scene. Mm -hmm. With that, without with our tax dollars, <laughs> by the way. Dan started the podcast last week with this idea that we're six thousand miles from Israel. So why are we there? <laughs> six, yeah, he did. That's okay. Yeah, I'm glad exactly. you got that. And, and, and I thought to myself, driving over here, I thought to myself, you know, as we're reviewing, I said, oh, no, I can find that connection ten minutes from this house. Mm -hmm. I can go down and find a, a, a Palestinian pro Hamas parade or a protest. They were protesting right, right here. Right here this morning right. when I so, went out. It's not 6,000 miles. It's about, uh, you know, 3,000 feet. Mm -hmm. That's how close it is. Mm. Well, that's interesting because one precludes the other, which is precluded by something else. So, I mean, back in 1940, there was nobody marching in the streets for Palestine. But all of a sudden in 48, now we have this interest of establishing or helping or supporting the establishment of Israel for the good of the American people. Because... You know, I remember even having conversations with you where you would say, well, they're an ally of the United States. Uh, like, okay, okay, so what is that? What, yeah, what, does that what mean? interest does that serve? I mean, we know what it means, but well, again, well, the interest. Specifically, ally and, because and it's funny because this, I keep going back to this thought about the word interest. You know, the United States has an interest in in, in, in Israel and the Hamas. Well, maybe right? put it another way. What's oh, no, no, the no, motivation? There's nothing wrong with the word interest. It needs to be explored. Yes. What is the motivation? Right, right. The, the, <laughs> the interest. Why are we interested in Israel as an ally? Why, why are we interested in having allies? Correct. Right? What is an ally? And before we go to that, there's a really, if I may, yeah. I, think it's, I think we have to ask ourselves, how do we get into the phrase of, for example, when we talk about these things, meaning in this room, there's right. four of us plus the crew who's yeah. helping produce it. You're using the word, why do, what's, you said, why do we have an interest? We being Americans. So yeah. I'd like to, yeah, I'd like you to delve on to that. Well, absolutely. What that's is the, the we? That's the beautiful thing about conversation. <laughs> Every word you bring in has, has the connections. He's got an idea Because about if we, we start that, we. we're down a certain road. The only reason I ask it is because 
not that you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. Oh no, but it needs but to be. Why are it needs we? To be pulled why apart? do we get into Absolutely. using that language? Yeah. We. Well, yeah. We. First, let's yeah, start. Well, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, <laughs> let's ask a question. Who's we? And let's well, ask. I a think we. I think that's good. That's good. We, because being geographically where we're positioned, where. You know, I happen to be born in the U.S., right? That's so right. by default, <laughs> because I, you same. know, at some point I'm conforming. What you mean, we? <laughs> we, 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 we know, we've heard yeah, that one. That's a great joke. Yeah, well, I, you won't mean, tell we, us, really. You know, <laughs> that's um, so well put. Um, by the way, Phil, I didn't mean for you to be over there all by yourself. I just realized the time happened. No, it gives me a, it gives me a sight um, right on the, uh, hey, look, right on the we're all in front of you. We're, we're working but, with you. But that's, that's something to take apart. Like you said, Phil, we, what, what, what makes us we and, and them them? Well, Vance brought the we. Uh, I, I asked the we because, and I, it was a leading question, because in my mind, we, there, as it relates to the what Chris put on the table, Palestine, Israel, slash the Middle East, What's going on there? I've I don't have I've I have no power over in in concept. I don't sell guns. I don't ship bombs. I don't send money. Not that I don't know. I don't know anybody who's physically there. In my mind, there's a government of the United States, right? I'm a citizen in the United States. Mm. To me, that's in my mind. That's not automatically a we, right? No, no, okay. no. What, what we are you, are you not a part of? No, I didn't say. I didn't use the word I wasn't a part of. I said it's not automatically a we. The fact that the government of the United States does something, and let's be very particular, internationally, is not automatically for me. A we, meaning I'm not automatically part of it, except, as Chris to say, at a base level to start with. They, it's they. You, Chris, you use the word taxes. Yeah, you know, and use if, the word citizenship. If we're, if we're paying taxes, and I use the word citizenship. Yeah, right. But I do want to just say, as a side, we're no, we're beyond taxes. Right, right, right. <laughs> meaning, that's a side note. But there's no taxes paying for this. You're, the uh, United States federal government is so underwater it would freak you out. Oh, that's really right, 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 right. Uh, so where right? is the money well, coming yeah, from? Wait a minute. That's yeah. A, yeah. So how, <laughs> wait a minute. That's a whole other <laughs> conversation, man. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. wait a minute. Well, well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. But but my understanding is that come March fifteenth, if I don't pay my taxes. Then I'm well, going Christ, to sink, gonna or Israel is going to sink. One or the other. Well, you see, and that's, more than likely, that's it's going part to be of the, me. Well, that's, that's part April of the narrative. Oh, whatever. <laughs> but see, that's part of the narrative. The truth of the matter is, and I'm not, you know, a member of the Federal Reserve or anything like that. <laughs> right. But quite frankly, every American alive who's supposed to pay taxes could pay zero. It wouldn't make a damn bit of difference now. Whoa. Okay. Oh uh, 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 the amount that. of money that is spent annually in excess of taxes and has been going on for a long time. I think it's the $1.5 this year. 
<laughs> you know, it's, in, it's, in a four trillion dollar budget, so about thirty percent yeah. is actually money out of nothing. Or nothing. And yeah, so it's you're way underwater. You're suggesting we could not pay any taxes. We could not pay any taxes if just, we make a difference. They just add another one to the to the bank account. We're making well, a you know, well, it's funny because we're operating now on what he said. We're, we're, oh, in oh, theory, out of nothing. Yeah, but it's essentially a fiat currency system. In in it's 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 its hand is way overplayed, and uh, they're trying to sort it out. And I only raise it. Because it ties into interest. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That because you really have to way. ask the question. Mm-hmm. If you're broke as a, what do they call it? What's, what's the, the one hobo? of the old sayings? <laughs> if you're broke as a hobo. I hadn't right. heard that one before. I like right. it, though. If a nation is broke as a hobo, and this is not the first time this happened in history, as broke as a hobo, how is it? become a national priority to go further broke right Right. (laughs) deeper into the hole deeper yeah shipping your money you're paying for somebody else's unless it's not really somebody else's maybe it you know i'm saying it's really confusing (laughs) right what's going on here right 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 go ahead (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, okay, so you took exception with, you're right, my conception of we is particular to me. Yes. Right, and you're right, I, I, I approve of very little the government's doing at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm not too keen on giving billion dollars to Israel, except I am keen on Israel winning the war with Hamas. No, that's now, that's, 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 okay. a, that's well, a discussion. That's, we'll have so to get to that. How yeah. is that important to me? Yes. Well, yeah. in, in, in many ways, and we should, yes. maybe we'll get to those, but, yes. but in order for Israel to win that war... In mm-hmm. theory, some banker here needs to, <laughs> needs to tell some banker over there that that weapons dealer is, is right. allowed to, to sell the weapons to this guy. <laughs> right. But that's all right, because the Hamas got their bankers who were dealing okay. with their weapons dealers who mm-hmm. were their bankers. So, so it's a big banking war at this mm-hmm. point, I suppose, at some level. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Mm. Wow. That's interesting. On so many levels. That's so interesting. Yeah, I was always under the impression, and that's why I called my senators yesterday and called my congressman a few weeks ago and said that I want my tax dollars going to an equitable, prosperous solution for both sides, not Mm. a one-handed... Did he ask you what that was? uh, No, no. Well, you know, you never get to talk to them directly, so you leave messages, but... You know, uh, and and I called Cardin and what's-his-face... Um, Shapiro, not Shapiro. No, not Shapiro. Um, there are two. There are two Maryland senators. senators. Yeah, used to be McCulsey. Ben, uh, ben Cardin with him last Sunday. Um, and um, how do we not know our own senators? I know. I used right? to. I used to. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Did I have a problem finding that out? Oh, really? You couldn't Google Maryland senator? Well, I eventually did, right? But uh, on the way there, I thought to myself. Um, <coughs> Well, there's got to be a state like, you know, you have the the state house of delegates as well. And I assume that our state elected representatives were talking to the federal level elected representatives. Mm-hmm. Well, so, yeah, in theory they might. Yeah, so yeah. I I so after so many times of having to number one rediscover what district I'm in and find out who the representative was, which was not an easy task. Oh, you wanted to online. find who your local rep was. Exactly. Yeah, that exactly. Because yeah. you have a state senator and then you have the senator that's on Capitol Hill. Right. Correct, correct. So, you know, I go through all this process of 
And it was just a fiasco. As a matter of fact, the numbers that they have posted for the House of Representatives in the state of Maryland take you to some other service. And I called the lady and said, you know, they gave me this number, but I got your office. And she said, yep, that's the number that's listed. That's wrong. Blah, blah, blah. Nonetheless, I finally got around to calling Cardin and calling the other. So you want them to solve world peace, but you couldn't figure out who they were. Right. So coming back to interest. (laughs) Yes. We may. Yeah. What kind of interest? Bank the big interest $14 billion dollar question. Well, I mean, I'm just oh, sitting, I'm just, I, I'm just sitting here point. thinking. I told him I don't want I mean, that yeah. 14 because it's going to Congress. Right. So and you, Congress you, you, has you. to get it approved by the Senate. Yes. So I'm like, no. You heard, I voted for you and I'm telling you no. There are more, better things you'd like to, that $4 billion out of nothing. 14. 14 billion to be d- done. Let's so, throw out some conceptual interest because we started off earlier yeah. what could talking about be? what are interests and and I know I was talking very basically about food and shelter and things like that. <laughs> right. But maybe we can come up to a higher level. Yeah, sure. I'm game. So there's such thing as selfish interest. There's such things as community interest. There's such things as financial interest. There's such things as moral slash spiritual interest. Mm-hmm. I've thrown out a few. See, and, and, right? and interest sounds like an abstraction. Yeah, that's why I wanted to try to bring it in. Yeah, um, right. And, and selfish interest. I guess maybe you could tell me what a selfish interest is. I mean, if if there's a limited amount of food and we're competing for it, yes, me eating before you guys that's would, is a selfish interest. You that's eating correct. before me is a selfish interest. Well, maybe I shouldn't use the word selfish. Let's just back that back and just say self-interest. So you're correct. Right. If if it came down to the last piece of bread between us. And we were, right. and I would be. I would be very tempted. I'll take responsibility <laughs> right, for that. Right. right. To selflessly take it for myself. So or for or yeah. Because <laughs> right. being alive is better yeah. than you. Right. I can't. I, I don't know I if I would even myself. go through that process. Right. It would simply be an an unchained. You know, human instinct. And I would like to make a right. claim about interest. Right. I would say to you that the bread that you're giving up today for another mm-hmm. is predicated on possibility that maybe tomorrow there will be two pieces of bread. So when we talk about interest, self-interest, mm-hmm. often and, and often we try to create a situation where we know we eat tomorrow. You know, it's nice mm-hmm. to know you can eat today, mm. but we often find ourselves trying to figure out how we make sure we eat tomorrow and the day after. And that's where this national self-interest comes into play. Okay, so if now we nation, come to national if, interest. If the nation suffers terribly, we all don't eat tomorrow and the day after and so forth. Okay, so, so it's so in our interest to eat. Would you prefer that we then now not prefer... Taking your direction, which I like, we could ask the question, is it in the national interest of the United States? Mm. What what are the national interests of the United States? To give just 14, using, to give just $14 using, billion to no, Israel. Well, just broaden it out. What, are the nas- what potential national interest could the United States have in... A strong the and controversy, be, the, what appears to be mm. a controversy between the nation of Israel and the community of Palestinians who, who, who are adjacent to it. What's our national interest in that? Well, I mean, minimum to what say... Are, no, I said, what are the United... The interests of, nas- of, the, 
of the United States. Yeah, our national self-interest is in the stability of the world. I mean, and of course, we're in the middle of a car crash <laughs> globally. Okay. So, you know, to argue about whether or not we should crash this direction or that okay. direction. So maybe. you said this, the, the one interest, potential interest, is the stability of the world. Tomorrow's piece of bread for you and I. Oh, but, but I just want to. No, no, that's, that's you stability. raise it above no, the bread level. You bring, said the stability bring place, of bring the, the world. conversation someplace that we know. We know ourselves. Do we care about tomorrow's bread? And the answer is yes. The question is, how do we guarantee tomorrow's bread? But you said the stability of the world. Yeah, that impacts tomorrow's bread. Okay, and where? How? Wh- how is the stability of the world impacted by af- Israel's affected demise? by by the? controversy between the nation-state of Israel and the community, notice I'm not saying nation-state, the community of Palestinian peoples located adjacent to it. Okay, it sounds like you're trying to um, you're trying to isolate the the problem we're dealing with to a subset. The subset is two communities so if the question is how do you help two communities, then I guess that's a good conversation. No, no, no. I just want—I really want to get to from your perspective. And I'm not saying your perspective I, I believe is Hamas, wrong. Hamas. I'm and, saying how is the stability Hamas, of the world? I, I got you. I, got, I believe Hamas and the Palestinians intend to uh, eradicate the state of Israel, and that probably means to kill, eject, exile uh, okay, as, as many of the, the Israeli population. I like that. Now, if that, I mean, if, I, I, if I, that occurs, then that would cause. I believe it would cause shockwaves to the to the to the. I happen the to agree system. with you. I happen to agree with you. Now, I mean, on your shockwave part, I think that shockwave can go either way. No, well, wait. Listen, before we get there, well, if well, I may. Well, well, well yeah, but what's if the I may. event? The, the Hamas get decimated wait, wait, wait. or the Israelis? Please just please just back up before we get the car engine revved up. My question would be, I just want to work with what you put on the table because I think it's a lot to work with. How would, in your mind, based on your knowledge, and I'm not saying you're the CIA or anything like that, they have people have more knowledge than us, but you, you, you do have a certain position, and I'm not saying I don't share it, I just want to understand it. How would that, the community of Palestinians slash Hamas, what leads you to believe that they have the capacity to kill, as you described, every Israeli and bring the end to the nation of Israel? Well, that's, that's a good question, and, and that's an interesting question. But no, that how was an interesting that, statement. How would that happen? I guess it, it, could, <laughs> it could happen. No, no, no. How? Well, that's a question, right? Yeah. Yeah. How, Not I, that it could happen. I'm just want to try to understand. Right. Okay. You so, give me the possibilities right, 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 of how right. that could happen. I, right. I I threw up the possibility <laughs> that if we don't do something, that that's right. This that that would occur. happen. And you're saying how can that occur? And yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. No, the reason I asked it, and and again, I could you could be right. From what I understand. And I was in that region of the world a little while ago. I did not go to. Palestine, though, or Israel. I, what I understand, and from what I'm watching on TV, and it could all be fake, by the way, I'm saying that sarcastically. Today. <laughs> but, but I don't think it's fake. 
What I understand is that there's approximately two million something people who identify as Palestinians. Mm-hmm. In the particular case we're talking about, the quote Gaza Strip, they've been in prison there. Uh, I'll to that word prison. Okay, well, they, I'll take that back. They've been locked up for 20 years. Literally. How are they locked up? They can't go in and out of Gaza. Without the permission of Without, Israel. Exactly. There's a wall. There's fences, walls, military cameras, yeah. guns, machine guns, yeah. etc. They, they can go into Egypt. No. They can go into Lebanon. No, no, no. They, they can cannot. go to sea. No. no, they cannot. No, they can't. This might be a they surprise to, to you. Sea. But all of those... All of those which you just described, and you're correct, those physical proximities exist that you just described. Every one of them is monitored by the nation of Israel. And you and, and at the risk of death as a Palestinian locked up in Gaza, you cannot do any of the things you just said. They can go into Israel. They, they, they many, no, many, no, no, many Palestinians under, work under in Israel. work permits, work and, I, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. Well, under you can't per- go to Mexico under, without a under, permit. Under, under permits, you're correct. They can enter Israel to work. Okay, but let's get to the killing that you talked about and the eradication of Israel. I'm trying to figure out how that's going to happen, or how it even could happen. If these people, outside a few of them, I think estimated at 30,000 or so. What, Hamas? Quote, Hamas. That's the number that Israel provides. That there's 30,000 or so Hamas militants. How about Hamas supporters in Palestine? Okay, but I'm saying to kill everybody in a nation state that's armed to the teeth, you would have to have something to do it with. Let's just get to the point. Actually, Israel right. has some of the toughest gun control laws in the in the world. I got it, but they also have the largest military stockpile of arms and army in the mi- entire Middle East. So, I, but the only reason I'm going down this road and we can move, I think Turkey has a million men under arms. I think Israel move, might have three hundred thousand. That's okay. reserves. Well, that's more than the thirty thousand Hamas people. That's ten times the amount. I'm really down to guns and bullets. Because you can't kill anybody unless you choke them to death, cut them to death, shoot them to death, bomb them to death, which we're seeing happening on TV. You know, uh, you got to have the ability to do it. So and you, the only so reason I'm going believe, down so this he, road is that this type of concept, I think, manipulates us into to be vulnerable to being controlled by others. Meaning, if something isn't possible, but somebody is telling us it is, then they're trying to manipulate us. If I say to you, hey, Phil, I'm moving out of this neighborhood tomorrow because tomorrow morning, there is an army coming that's going to kill me and my family. And you say, well, Vance, what the hell are you talking about? You know? <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, I live next door to you. I know no such shit going down. Right, right. You know, uh, uh, could you, you know, fill me in a little bit more? Because I might want to leave too. Right. You know. So we're being told, you too, Phil, honestly, 
that what we're watching or are in interest of the United States, which you started out with, is stability in the area. And that stability could be upset if the Palestinians killed all the Israelis. And I'm simply saying, is that but even this, this, possible? Well, well, I'm not against it being in the Vance, national interest Vance, yet. Vance, you got it. You, you, right. you, you, you got to. You see how I'm it, saying it, how we can get messed over? Well, well, I think part of the problem is is this the idea we can get that driven the instability, instability, instability is being driven by, uh, by, by, by many things. I mean, the smallest Okay, so are we beyond called, the Palestinians wiping out the Israelis? Let's take, pick another Well, approach. which which war do you want? Okay, so your <laughs> argument is that, is that the Palestinians are, are – it's impossible for the Palestinians to wage war against Israel. Uh, no, I didn't say that. So I said it's impossible, impossible to win the war. for the Palestinians – to kill every last Israeli and bring the state of Israel to an end. It's an impossibility. And I say, no, it's not. Okay, why not? Well, I mean, at minimum, what would be... I said by killing them. I think right now... I said by killing them. I didn't say it was impossible for the Palestinians... To bring this now, notice. Oh, we're so your question is here. your question is whether or not you can actually kill all. The no, Jews. no, no, no. I'm getting and, into and, and something. And I would say to you, they I'm, tried that. No, I'm getting into <laughs> they something. They did a pretty else. good job. I'm getting into something else, quite frankly. Well, well, and that is, is, I'm trying to be and, short, man. And that you is, get to the point. Uh, thank you. And that is, uh, there is a way for the Palestinians or that conflict that we're watching to bring the state of Israel to the absolute end. Might not be today, but it will happen. Right. You know how? Uh, go ahead. Exactly what we're watching. Meaning, there's no way on this earth, in the history of mankind, that a anybody can wantonly murder over and over and over again women and children and defenseless men, women, and children forever without ending their own society. And you mean that important part of both of them? I, Palestinians you ask me? and Israelis. I'm saying that is the end. Right, and and I and, and I, yes. I I think everybody, I think many many people are on that branch. This is not working, and, and the end, this the end will working. be because of a moral right, but, matter, but, but, meaning a society cannot survive. A human being cannot be a human being, cannot exist in the world of humanity by in, in as a savage. They used to be able to exist. 200,000 years ago. But humanity has evolved. No, humanity, and to the extent... Humanity has evolved. <laughs> systems well, we have. have evolved. No, no, no. Civilization no, no, no. has evolved. Humanity. Culture think, has no, evolved. Humanity has well, evolved. Yeah, the can't. people haven't evolved. I think our brains have gotten We have smaller. evolved. We didn't start uh, out... No, I think we've no we did not start out believing that that human dignity... Freedom of action, personal security. That's not genetic. That's I cultural. didn't say it was. It's culturally civilization. So, right, That's so what civilization, I mean. Evolved. Right. Culturally, we've evolved. Yes. Right. Gotcha. And we've evolved to a state 
We're, we're not our, everybody. When you say not, not everybody, everybody, obviously, we're there, watching. There, it. there are so many cultures. There are so many. Points I agree. Of Even in cultures, but I mean, you, you have talked. To identify to, the but people. you talked about stability, and that's why we. I'm glad we're into well, it's, this it's territory. About to, it's about tomorrow's eats. You know, uh, well, tomorrow eats tomorrow's is, eats. is, is, is secured. I, and I, agree with I you. honestly believe that that's a smokescreen. But it, it, what is that? What's that? That the whole security, yeah, in the region. I think. Oh, you mean you're coming back to the region? I'm coming back to the idea of the idea of what's the motivation. What, what's, what's the, the national interest? interest? What's the national interest? Meaning, to put it another way, yeah, let's, stability let's, sounds noble. Let's explore it another <laughs> no, way. Stability. I think stability. It's, it sounds noble to us. The but, but us, you believe the population, at, at, right? And then, but I happen, and then yeah. we count. On, I'm sorry. Let, let me just say, this, and then we count on the media to show us bombs going off, and then they show an Arab and face, we, and all of a sudden, that's what's unstable. Correct. You know, it's interesting because. One thing that I have noticed about um, be, being being introduced to Islam and brought up, you know, Muslim. One thing I do notice about, and, and I don't know if this is exclusive to anybody else, but the world of Arabs—they're quite vengeful. They are. As a matter of fact, it was an issue of the advent of the Prophet Muhammad. It's a practice of that society to be vengeful. So. I like to quote a movie um, <laughs> where the guy, you know, was being invaded by these creatures. The West has stepped their foot in the wrong backyard. The wrong backyard. Well, you're saying because, something interesting. Because these people will never stop. It's a part but of their culture. Have you ever heard of the Hatfields and the McCoys? The Hatfields and the McCoys. There you and go. the only reason I raise that, and we go back to the civiliz civilization and stability, Every, practically every human society I'm familiar with, once it grows beyond 10 people and there's another group across the, the river, right, that's not part of yours, has the capacity to be vengeful. Christianity, we can go to the Bible, warns against the destructiveness of vengeance and attempts to civilize that human instinct. Okay. Buddhism does the same thing. Hinduism does the same thing. Taoism, Taoism, and many other philosophies. We are civilized by moral, spiritual values that, that, that then restrict our baser human instincts in order for us to survive. Yeah, and that's... And as, as, as societies become more complex... If I'm just having me, three wives, and 15 children, and 10 nephews, and some grandparents, 25 in a tribe, and I got a thousand square miles mm -hmm. to exist in, and I'm living in a tent, we might get by with, with not such a complex religion. We're still going to have dreams, we're going to imagine the powers of the universe, we're going to look at the stars, but... You know, we're going to kind of be just like at a base level. But the moment that populations continue to increase and we begin organizing more complexly to produce food, as Phil is saying, and shelter and things like that, we are prone to have tremendous savage violence mm -hmm. unless there is a civilizing factor that in that controls the baser instinct and encourages and moves people 
toward cooperation and collaboration and peace in order for to right. deliver stability. Correct. And how does that story it's, get told to a people with a story of quite the opposite? Who? Those that are behaving in the other way, who are behaving in a vengeful and hateful fashion. They need to have the same conception as you and I and you and you and you do um, about well, how to look well, at life. let's apply that to but the then, circumstance then, we're talking about. Yeah, and before you say that, then there <laughs> yeah. is... Then there is uh, you know who stepped on whose foot first, and we could go down that rabbit hood, rabbit hole. And the story continues, and the story continues. It just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. You know. Well, and let's so, not go down yeah. that rabbit hole. Let's keep it at the higher level, because what we're witnessing is, I think, I would at least put on the table is not unprecedented, and sadly, is not unique. I mean, I know the last time we talked about Rwanda. We talked about Vietnam, Iraq, in so our lifetime. Right. So many instances. Right. We can go back to to any place on earth, the Mongol invasions. We can look at the savagery of the Crusades. We can look at the the tremendous violence that took place between Catholics and Protestants, you know, throughout Europe and the Hundred Years' War and all kinds of just bloodbaths right we are watching a bloodbath now more coming back to then why this why this bloodbath is in the national interest of the united states i want to continue to probe that if the hamas voluntarily <laughs> surrendered there would be peace today oh Okay, voluntarily surrendered what? Themselves. Okay, so let's start there. That if Hamas voluntarily surrendered, let's say, so let's say all 30,000 people in Hamas walked out of the Gaza, turned their arms in, surrendered, and were carted off to China. Right? What next? There would be peace. Okay, so how would how would peace arrive? Because all we've had is a surrender of thirty thousand admitted members. Well, of there, Hamas. Would, there would be no no more bombing, for instance. There would be no rockets from Hamas, and there would be no more okay. counter bombs. Okay, from- so so you're saying there would be a that's different than peace. You're saying there would be a pause in the bloodbath, ceasefire. <laughs> If 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 the ter- that wouldn't produce if peace. Hamas surrendered, there would be peace tomorrow, and they could have a state probably founded by next year. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Mm, wow. Okay. Well, if that's the case, that and you so might, easy. and he might not be wrong. It does sound easy. He might not be wrong, huh. but again, we're the just little. What stops? We're that. just little people in the room, because by that calculation, and I know you don't mean, mean to calculate it that way, so I'm just trying to draw it to our attention. Hamas is not an old-timer organization. Meaning, before there was a Hamas, there was the no peace. No, no, no. Before there was Hamas, there was no peace. Hamas has not always been right, right. in 
a Palestinian community. There was the PLO. Okay, well, if you have a bar fight and you eject the guys who are fighting, you now have peace. But that I'm doesn't saying, mean no, that there no, wasn't no. a bar fight yesterday. And it doesn't but mean I'm just saying there was tomorrow. no peace before but that, Hamas. there is peace right now. But there was no peace before Hamas. Right now, there there is a there is a hatred of the Jewish nation. And that is a story that is being fed like yeah. a fire. Yeah. So you're good. saying there's a hatred of well, the Jewish It's good that you classified that as a story. It's you, good. Well, that's absolutely right, because story is what this is all and, about. And who, who, is, who is that? Does any... I, I don't want to put anybody on the spot here. What? But who, who, who believes that there's a hatred no, no, on no. the part of the Hamas? I'm not saying there aren't people. I, I guess. I know people who hate the United States. I know people who hate Nigeria. So what are you objecting Nigeria. to? You don't believe that if Hamas surrendered, no. there'd be peace tomorrow. I mean, that's oh, a, I'm, I, I, mean that, I get it. It's not, that, that, that will not that's probably not, happen. That's but. not only me who doesn't believe that. <laughs> I'm simply saying to you there was no peace before Hamas. The Gaza oh. Strip is on the most fantastic location of the Mediterranean, which is probably the most fantastic location Why do you on think the entire there's no planet. Peace? If if the if peace if the people of, of of Palestine and Gaza dedicated themselves to the peaceful rebuilding of their society, they could make that the uh, just the club med at the beginning. And, and the most wonderful real estate in the world is right there on that seashore. Okay, so let me give you a scenario. They could have the most beautiful, wealthy, Fantastic. populous. I think this is the dream that's possible. I got you. And, so, and, and it might be right now that this dream can be born let in me ask this conversation. This, because I'm, mm. I like you and anybody mm. in this room, right, I'm, I, I, I'm actually quite a believer in peace. So the question is, what are the elements of peace? And I think those elements are pro- probably universal. But let me just ask a question, and anybody can, let's probe this question. Tomorrow, Phil, I, I don't want to wish this on you. So maybe I'll say to myself, tomorrow, somebody comes to my home, comes in the front door, and at gunpoint, puts me across the street, moves into my house with everything I have in there, right? Actually, they do leave me a tent, and they give me a tent to live across the street. (laughs) Across the street. And tell me that I can't leave there without their permission. And they set up in my house, and they go on with their life. And that goes on for a number of years and decades. And I think I get your point. Maybe I'll, I'll move it along. Well, my so point now you're is, across is the street, and you're wishing you can move back in your no, home. No, I'm not. And you try for 50 no, no, years no, to move I, back, and you realize you're beat back every time. But you've lived in misery, suffering, squalor, and hate and you take the for words 50 right years. Out of my mouth. Stop doing that. You Stop. you are in that home. He thinks that's his home. Correct. He believes it's his. You believe it's hers. His. He's got it by 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 fiat. And now you have a choice. What's the choice? Live in misery for the rest of your life, or, or go on and buy a new home. Okay, so that's what you would do. Oh, okay. Is, is this about what I'm saying? If I take <laughs> your house, <laughs> right? How many years? Because I want to know. How many years do you have to? No, spend the reason I want to know that is because I can take your house to give tomorrow. It up. It's time <laughs> to let it go. Okay, so let's follow that line, because that's an interesting philosophical approach, and I'm not saying that you're wrong, I just want to probe it, right? <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm right. no, no, I just want to, maybe you are wrong. No, 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 I just want to probe it, because, because we're talking about human beings, right? So we started with the house, 
right? So now, now it's interesting what you're saying, and this is why I say this is a. I actually think this is a moral matter. Mm. Now, let so me, it doesn't let me, matter how many years you fight in hatred, no, no, no. And let me fear follow. and loathing. The, no, follow you're me. morally superior. Now, follow Therefore, me. Therefore, hold no, on. To no, that. no moral superiority here. Well, then it's, if, if it's, I, it's if, a moral. Then why is that it's moral? A, it's a moral outweighing the reality. Well, because of this, and this, here's where it gets confusing. You said, and I'm saying, I re, you might be right. You put at the table. That's a lawyer's trick. No, no, no. <laughs> you put on the table that if after 50 years you're the loser, and it's it happened right here in America, the native indigenous people are on reservations. In America. And so their game is up. You're right. After 150 years or so, sorry, guys, you're done. You're toast. Um, uh, Go on with your life and make the best of it. Okay, fine. But the confusing thing in this particular conflict is that Israel is the product of someone saying 1,200 years ago, we lost, but doesn't matter. We're going to come back 1,200 years right. later, and this is ours. So you're asking the Palestinians to do what the Israelis weren't willing to do 1,200 years later. Well, let's revisit this question 1,200 years No, 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 let's not leave now. that. Let's, let's revisit <laughs> right. this question for the Palestinians. You see how confused it could get? No, it's not confusing. Yes, go ahead. Clear it up for us. You're confused. Because you're telling somebody you're to forget something that happened 50 years ago. But the Israelis weren't ready to let it go a thousand two hundred years later. Yeah, they never were. Everybody, okay. So here we are. Here we are arguing. So I said here we are arguing the, the, the Palestinian and Israeli claim to land. And and look, it's the, a moral. The Palestinians question. can have that section of God. It can be their state. Right, where they where they moved, and 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 just you, you depend on what side you are. You, they were moved forcefully by the Israelis, or from the Israelis' point of view, uh, a war came, and they had to basically move everybody. We're just out. really talking like, about stability. We don't have to take either side. I'm just saying, how, what's the stability? I think I actually think. How do you get? Because what's going on now is not stability. Well, stability. Sure. If, if Hamas needs to surrender, they are terrorists. They have they have massacred fourteen hundred Israelis in their beds. They tied families together and burned them alive. There is no excuse. Well, taking for all that. that is true. Which some people might claim it's, it's that it's not. It's an overwhelming reality. It changes right. the ground. Okay, and and how ground changing is it? So I want to get to the stability. How ground-changing is it that almost 10,000 people, uh, uh, women, children, defenseless people, are burned and dismembered by the Israelis? Israel has, has allowed the Gazans to leave Gaza City. Well, why, how are, how are 10,000 dead? Because, uh, first of all, I, I, I would disagree with the count of 10,000. Why? But, but let's just agree it's, it's a 500. It's 500 innocent civilians. You can't let that stop you. If that was the case, then Germany... Well, maybe the Palestinians it, felt the same way that you just said. You just said the Israelis can't let the killing of innocent civilians stop them. Maybe that was the Palestinian why? calculation. In what shape, way, shape, or form is murder, chopping the head off of a baby and... Uh, and different than taking it off and, with a bomb? Or burning it in an oven. With themselves, they themselves did this okay. on that Saturday morning. Well, see, this is and language... And now there's an Israeli 
uh, drone hovering over a particular known terrorist hotspot in the middle of a hospital Correct. and warning them to leave. And Correct. if they don't leave right now, we're going to blow it up and then blow it up. And that's you, How is that the same? It's not the same. They're morally different completely. They're morally different. Completely. And what's the moral difference? The moral difference is one is barbaric and the other one is a just reality of war. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. Are you wowing about the barbarism that was committed by Hamas? I'm wowing about, remember, I started off saying that what we're watching is savagery. I didn't say whether it was Palestinian or Israel. Well, then, then there's, a, there's the confusion right there that needs to be got to the bottom of it. Go ahead. One is barbaric. The other one is, is war. Okay. So, so it's, it's war, you're saying, to, to knowingly and deliberately kill defenseless civilians. Now, this is an interesting situation because now I, I remember you're reading the, the piece from Bertrand Ra- Russell last podcast. And yes. in that, it was a, it was a whole full-throated uh, uh, defense against war of all sorts, a pacifist, as it were. So you are Bertrand a pacifist. Russell? Bertrand Russell. That was, his, that was the end-all, be-all of the well, piece I, that you actually, read. Actually, Bertrand Russell was a... I wouldn't call him a pacifist. He, he, that article that you read certainly was pacifist. Actually, all he actually all he spoke about was that what you're speaking about. He said, for the stability of that region, and for the world at large, that simple principles needed to be recognized, and if that those simple moral principles were recognized, there would be peace. And, and elucidate the, the uh, give me one of those principles. His simple principle was, I guess, if I would boil it down, is that the process in the Middle East involving Israel and the Palestinians could be best described as a colonial process of colonial expropriation of, right. of now, indigenous that people's term, land. Colonial and indigenous is the beginning of a big old right now argument about what colonialism means. And if you want to undo colonialism, we're all going to have to disappear well, he actually, he didn't argue into the that. myths of time but because his, colonialism is all we have ever been. The, correct. But his statement was recognizing what you just said, given this modern world we live in, in the closeness of this most recent colonial endeavor. He said, hey, all right, Israel exists. Nothing we should do about that. It should continue to exist. But we need to set right the dispossession of the colonized people. And we need to, and he, his argument was you need to stop jerking them around and, and immediately move to establishing the Palestinian nation state alongside uh, 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 Israel. And let's move on in peace. And I agree with him. We should establish a two-state solution. Correct. But he said that but 53 years ago. are you a pacifist? Are you against war and no, no, all no, no. those No, I just want to point out uh, that like, he said that. That, that, me know who, that note who that I read you to. was 53 years ago. Yeah, I heard. Uh, so that means in 53 years, nobody listened to him. I got news to you. There, there are it's, pacifists. There are pacifists but who believe that, with all, that all violence is wrong. And, and Well, you asked me, if, was if, I a pacifist? Are you a pacifist? No. So some war is just. No, no, I think that's too that's too extreme. Yeah. No, no, I think. You want, you know, do you want me to answer or not? No, you answer. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. But no, you go, go ahead. ahead. I don't want to cut you off. I just well, want to make sure well, I'm preparing to answer. I just want to say that you know that's 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 the either or concept, <laughs> it's and it's the either or way of being that 
that has people polarized over this issue and there's no there's no middle ground. They don't see any middle ground because it's either or and it's not either or. It's not either or. I mean, quite honestly, you know, you need to put Hamas in a context. Let me ask you this question and all of you. Think of the American Revolution. Do you think that those people, those first people, were considered revolutionary or terrorists? The first said they were terrorists. There you go. There you go. And they treated them like that, by the they way. Were, they were called terrorists. And do you think that every bullet that they fired was, you know, a glorious firing for <laughs> the United States motherland? Actually, before we go to the British, so no, you stay, stay on the British. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm just the saying. American I'm Revolution, saying, you know, yeah, American Revolution, and so these things in context, Hamas wasn't laying and waiting for the Jewish population to arrive. They weren't there then, but there were people. There were mm, conflicts between Jews and Arabs. Thank you to the great to the British, you know. During same the British, Ot- the same British, the same during the <laughs> Ottoman Empire, during the Ottoman Empire, Jews lived in that region of the world in pretty much peace. That's right. They but, lived. They but had the Ottoman businesses. Empire had colonized that land. The Ottoman Empire had colonized the land, but they did not. There was not a. They didn't dispossess and, the Palestinians exactly. from their land. They didn't dispossess the they Jews. They were slaves. They didn't what? dispossess. They were slaves. No, they just had to pay a tax. Or die. No. Well, everybody had like to pay that. a tax. <laughs> I mean, pay yeah. But my point being my point being is that the, it's not so the, much the this, is, this is part was, of the smoke was, screen. Was, was no heaven on earth. Well, this that is, is part of the smoke that's screen. The, first statement? the part of the smoke screen is that there's always been a war between Jews and Muslims. No, that's there's not has, the case. That's not true. Well, no, but it's part of the smokescreen. Because, you know, people will say, right. well, they fought for hundreds well, of years. Well, that's the idea of, of Hamas killing every Israeli. There's been, there's no, there's been no thousand-year en- 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 enmity between Jews and Muslims. In fact, it's been the opposite. It's been the opposite. Jews and Muslims have lived in peace and prospered together. When the British stepped in, that's when things went haywire. Uh oh! All all over the world. <laughs> serious. When, when after the Spanish Inquisition, which you may or may not be familiar with, when 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 Catholicism came back to power under Queen Isabella in 1492, a couple of years before Columbus sailed, he right, sailed in 1492. Right. Uh, the the last Muslim um, um, uh, territory or or community. Our government fell in southern Spain, the fall of Granada, right? Yep. Uh, uh, within a short period of the fall of Granada, and by the way, the southern Spain had been, quote, ruled by the Muslims for almost eight centuries before then, but it, it then dissipated, and Jews had lived peacefully in that community alongside Christians, Muslims, and Jews. Uh, uh, were, were uh, lived and, and created tremendous things. Yeah, the hate only arrived when Israel decided to reclaim its territorial land. But I just, when the I, British I, stepped in, because I just want to point they were out, already I just Jews want to, living. In other in words, that as area. long as the Jew and, and as long as you ex- in in that particular example, once you accepted the rule of the caliphate, yeah, you were fine. You but paid just, a little extra money. I do want to offer up that at, at shortly after the fall of Granada, the Catholic. The Catholic king and queen the expelled the Jews. Oh, and if they didn't leave, they tortured them. And guess them. where yes. they went? 
I don't know. Guess where many of them went? All, I don't over, know all, all over, I would guess. Went. All over, I would guess. Well, no, no. They, they, large numbers of them went into Muslim lands yeah, in Northern Africa. Well, correct. Because and they the were Muslims, welcome. The Muslims at that time controlled all the, the, uh, the North African territories. By, by, by they the controlled way, they Egypt. were welcome. They controlled uh, the Israel area. I just want to point out so they had, but that they, they had were conquered welcomed. that land. They had conquered that land. Actually, but, most of it was through uh, trade. But my point is, is that... Well, that no, they, they owned the land. They my conquered the land. My point is the, the Muslims welcomed these Jews... And they prospered so you're, together. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm tempted to suggest that if the, if the Israelis would just give the land back to the Muslims, then they could live and prosper in in in, in Muslim lands. Why not? Is that your That's idea? That's interesting. I, for I just, peace? It occurs I mean, to me. Is that my idea for peace? It sounds like it might be somebody's idea no, for peace. No, no, no. I have not, I have not offered But I think the Israelis idea. want their own land, their own Well, they land. have it. They do now, yes. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And and no and, and and by the way, neither Hamas as that, that I'm familiar with as of today, and we can forget Hamas. The Palestinian people, I think, have accepted, and they put that on paper, that they accept that 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 Israel exists and that they won't be getting that land back. Uh, I, and I would like to think, I believe the Hamas does not believe that. And I know that the protesters you see in the United States don't because they carry the signs that say from, uh, what is it, from the sea to the river. And that mm-hmm. means no Israel. Well, these that's people. A, that's an interpretation. But that's an interpretation. These people are being. In, well, these, okay, let's, these people uh, that, are that, being inflamed. It, it you might be right, Phil. Omar, not, what, Omar, what you do might you think, be right. What do you think it might mean? Uh, you know what? I th- I honestly believe that it's a reaction. Yes. And it's a knee-jerk reaction. You know, you know what's it's interesting? It's a slogan. You know what's interesting? Okay, you want to talk about you want to talk about solutions. You want to talk about solutions. Let's just say the United States took that $15 billion, hmm. all right, and said, okay, Israel, here's $3 billion. We're going to give the rest to the West Bank residents so that they can establish businesses that were taken. Now, so the West they, Bank is on the Jordan, right? That's right. Exactly. Exactly. And see, that's the other thing is that, you know, there's just all kinds of smoke screens going on. Like, Gaza has become a big issue. But in the meantime, in the West Bank... The money that the United States is sending to Israel to build up their armament is being used also to carry those guns into the West Bank and confiscate homes from Palestinians. So, so let's just say. I, I don't know that the Israelis are, are, are taking home. Are, are they are. Enclaves in the They're, West they, Bank. Yes, that's what the settlements you are. Know what, you know what I come away from from this, I need first, to know more about that. from this first 30 minutes? I'll, and I will confess. And this is just an observation I have. I don't think any of us in this room are in a position, nor do we have an obligation, to figure out how to make peace between <laughs> Israelis and you're, Palestinians. You're, out, you're awful right about that. Uh, uh, first of all, we don't have sufficient information. We have nothing at stake at that level. To, and we don't have the facts, nor have we lived the horrors by either group, as they would tell their story, right? But I do think as Americans and as human beings, we have a right to ask the question that we started with. What is the interest of the United States in that 
Yeah, and, and, I, and I accept that. And as citizens, we have the, the right and the obligation to the extent that we can mm-hmm. to inform ourselves as, as best That's we can correct. to make our points known. And, and, and for that, I, I, so I, I appreciate you. So what are our interests? Right. right. What are our interests? <laughs> there we, all that I think you said half an hour. It was more like an I, hour. I like Israel. And, and we've like been Israel. we've gone around and around That's and around and around. I'd like to see them continue. Where where are we going with this? I mean, why do we care? Where yes. are the interests? It, it still brings stories. us back stories. stories and stories. Stories. Can I offer up? Sure. Fifth, fourteen. You said fifteen billion. Now, yeah. <laughs> but go ahead. I would like to, I would like to kind of frame out. That in the interest of this myself as a citizen of the United States, I won't try to speak for anybody else. Mm-hmm. It would be in my best interest as an American citizen if my government were to conduct itself in a manner consistent with the highest principles of human morality. Hmm. You know, what's easier? Peace in the Middle East or our government? <laughs> right, <being? laughs> right, right, right. Both of them are hard nuts to crack. I'll nail it down further. Because it doesn't... It, and, if, and if they can't do this, then we need to get rid of them. I agree with that. Whether they're Jewish... I'm talking about government leaders. Yeah. Buddhists. Muslim. Hindu, Zoroastrian, any of the revealed faiths, or they're agnostic and just had a good grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) But to conduct foreign policy in this region by a standard of justice in right and wrong, that a child can figure out. This has been made up into so many stories and so many twists and turns, which none of us have the ability to figure out. But we all know, because we're all in this room, Mm -hmm. fortunate to have been raised or come into whether it's mothers and fathers or aunts and uncles, whatever. We know what it is to steal or not steal. We know what it is to lie and not lie. We know what it is to kill justly and to kill unjustly. And if, if that's what our government should be operating by, not only in the Middle East, anywhere on earth. You know, our government is a product of ourselves. You, isn't that interesting, Phil? Yeah, absolutely. And so our government is as good as we are. <laughs> as good as we demand them to be. Oh, our, or fail to demand. Our, our, well, yeah. or, or let's not get, let them get away I, 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 I think I think you go as far as you can go when you accept the reality that we get what we, we, get what we deserve. Well, let's not get that far. Because then that leaves us helpless. And it kind of condemns us when I don't think... We deserve that condemnation. No, no, no. It's, it's a constant effort. You know, I think it's a that our government, I think the Absolutely. government in the United States has been captured by money interest, by, by, by military interest, by, by, by power crazed interest, political interest, by political interest, 
and our government is not operating in our best interest. It cannot be in our best interest or in the interest of stability. To be $1.5 trillion in debt, Thank in, de- you. in deficit. Thank you. Or, or to fail in a, in a conflict like this, to take the position, you know what the first step is? Let's stop the killing. Because how can anybody work out something when you're killing each other? It's impossible. When the first step of the United States government is not to say, stop the killing, they're not operating in our interest. They're creating more instability. They're creating more enemies of the United States, and, which and means that is, me. And, and that's a powerful political statement and, and point of, of, of fact from your point of view. And, and I would say to you, I hear you, and I say, the killing stops when Israel is satisfied. Well, wow. that, but oh, notice wow. what I said. Notice what I said. And, and Phil, you don't have to take that position. You might have just been saying it as a matter of fact, which I believe you're right. No, 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 no. I, I, no, I, I accept the fact that you honestly and wholeheartedly and sincerely believe your point of view. And, and you're a citizen of this country. And, and by God, you have a right to make your yeah, statement. You have I, a right to do your best to influence your desires. And I absolutely agree. But in, I, in, but in but your I, ability but I to make to, your statement. But I happen yeah. to agree implicitly with something you said, and it's kind of the horror of it all, is that our the leadership of our government is so compromised and, 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 <laughs> well, uh, and well, unable well, to well, do... Well, what the government ought to say rather than stop the killing is is that we are so screwed up, we don't know what to say. <laughs> that probably would be a, a more yeah. honest answer. But I agree with you that the situation is out of control. And that, by the way, I'm thinking of Americans myself. In the world we live in, talk about security and stability. That could spin tomorrow morning into you and I waking up and there'd be mushroom clouds on the horizon. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's how dangerous. Yes, it is. In the failure of leadership, moral leadership, in the interest of the United States. Yep, these are at stake. You and your family are at stake. You can forget the Palestinians. Well, you just said mushroom and cloud. That forget. affects us all pretty much. Yeah. 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 You can forget the Israelis. With any luck, I'm, I'm located near Baltimore. I'm sure DC's going to go. You can forget the <laughs> F-16s. This... Is we are living in such an interconnected world that when 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 violence is allowed to to spin out of control, your very life. Our ATMs could stay. Our ATMs could stop working tomorrow, and it'd be about three weeks, and we would be in anarchy. <laughs> but that's the failure of American. We're into something either where we shouldn't be. Or if we're going to be there, we're, our leaders are failing I to look out for the interest of America. I, of I, humanity. The of interest humanity. of humanity. I, I got news for you. Humanity is coming at us. We are doing our best to work with it. I mean, the well, world is coming at well, us Well, it's interesting what Phil's saying, and, I, and I, will, I will kind of sign on to it. I think what you're saying, Phil, is that the world is a complex place. It's, 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 it's not. It's, it's not. A it's, 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 it's not a paradise. 
It's a competitive, it's a competition of interest, a competition of civilizations. I do want to say, though, or offer, that most of the world is like us. They want to have children. They want to grow old. They want to have adequate food to eat and be left alone. Absolutely, everybody does. In most of the world, like the United States, unfortunately, like Israel, like the Palestinians, like many, many countries you can name, unfortunately, are being led by people who are leading them to problems. But those people believe that they're not. You mean the people in control? The, the, the people, everybody, everybody thinks they're doing the right thing. That's the weird part. Yeah, for Somebody their, does it. Like for to, their own like interest. Yeah. Whatever that interest <laughs> oh, is. Oh, until such a time is, and this is where it's important that, you know, they always say power to the people, but yes. this is where it's important that the people exercise their power because, yeah, they're going to continue to do that That's until, right. until the, vo- the body that voted them in tells we're them ge- not. We're, we're being given monster after monster in America. Yeah, or we're Meaning taking them. We started out... Remember, and then I'm going to turn it to you, Chris. Well, we're going to try to wrap this up, but go ahead. Give me, give me, give me, give me, <laughs> yeah, give, sure, me sure. give me three minutes if I may. All right, please. Remember, in our lifetimes, in 2001, and this is very interesting and tragic. I think it was 2001. We woke up. I did one day, and the TV. 9/11. I didn't even know what it was saying. And my wife called me in, and eventually it all shook out, and I was able to piece it together. And planes were flown into the World Trade World Trade Center by, at the end, they said 19, 20 young Saudis <laughs> citizens. And tragic loss of life, horrible, innocent life. One thing that comes out of that that's quite interesting and connects to today is that in every one of the cases where you you were able to uncover what one of these terrorists had left behind, including their putative leader, who was claimed to be Osama bin Laden, one of the things, the major thing, one of the major things they mentioned was the oppression of the Palestinian people by the United States participating in it. Was why, they said, they were willing to go down in flames. Was that in their interest? I mean, let's not get to their interest. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm just a moment saying, ago, it's I'm not just in showing America's the connection. I'm just showing it to, and, and the connection it, <laughs> to today. We spin out of that by our leaders. Attack. Afghanistan, Iraq, Libya, with the help of the Saudis, Yemen, create tremendous death and instability in hatred of the United States and loss of American life, an American fortune, an American treasure. And the amazing thing is, I'll close with this, Something that amazes me about all that tragedy and horror. When I was in Egypt and Saudi Arabia, (laughs) 
I'll say two things. I got on a train from Mecca to Medina, which is about a two and a half hour train ride in Saudi Arabia. The train traveled at times mm-hmm. of speeds of up to 145 miles an hour. It's French technology, I believe, or German. And on that train ride, you know what kept going through my mind? That's a lot of sand out there. It was a lot of desert. I did say that to myself. But you know, the other thing that went through my mind, we're being shafted. How is it possible that I'm in Saudi Arabia? I'm being told when I'm in America that the Saudis are savages and the Muslims hate everybody. And they're all ass backwards. And they got their women, this and well, whatever. But I cannot ride a train this fast anywhere in America. That's what went through my mind. Uh, Governor Newsom's building the uh, high-speed train in California. It'll never happen. And it's spent like $10 billion on it. And it's not one mile. I think they they do have a mile. Okay, last (laughs) I'll end with... Any time I was in Saudi, all that time I was in Saudi Arabia and in Egypt, which was almost three weeks, and I made it a point to get out where the people, right? Do you know that every time somebody knew I was from the United States, what do you think happened? They said, hey, man, how you doing? Actually, they went further. And it was crazy because it kept happening. They said, I love American people. Hmm. American people, good, because some of their English was not perfect. American people, good. I love American people. It was crazy. Every time, 90% of the time. And then some of them would follow it up and say, American government, bad. I'll give you two quick stories about Muslims. <laughs> a friend of mine was in Pakistan a couple of times for about six months. Yeah. And he came back very impressed. Yes. Chris, Christian, yeah. very impressed. He said, you could leave your wallet on a, on a, on a restaurant table <laughs> the and day before true. lunch. Come back the next it's day true. and that wallet would be there. It'd be right there. Yeah. The second story I want to tell is a friend of mine was in Saudi Arabia in 1983. <laughs> he was a naval officer. Yes. And they had docked at one of the yes. places. And he was wandering around one of the main, I don't know, something where there was a ship can dock. And he said all of a sudden a bunch of the Muslims, you know, religious people started hurting. He was in a, the bazaar. Yes. Herded him to the square. Yes. And he didn't know what to do. He didn't. He was a young naval officer. He just, well, I guess I got to go this way. Oh, no, <laughs> he no. didn't want to go that way, but he, he had to go that way. And next thing, he's in a square. And then they brought out six people, and yes. then they beheaded them. Yes. So well, that might explain about, the wallet. Two stories right. about... It goes, <laughs> goes a long way to explaining the wallet. <laughs> right, right, right. But right, an right. ending, I don't, I don't want to be very clear. I don't have a side. My well, side is... My, my, my life... And our challenge, I believe, as human beings is to be about justice. Yeah. And to be about right and wrong. Yeah. That's, to me, the challenge that if we could better focus ourselves on and demand that of our leaders, we would, not that we would eliminate problems in the world, but we would bring it down 
but I, a whole it, it, lot. I tell you, and I would like to close with this, with this, my, my, my hope, my, my fervent hope for the people of that region yes. is that, that, that there will be a time coming soon mm. where every family can live in harmony with their brothers and their sisters, That's right. where every child can That's eat right. and play and have fun and run That's free right. and where men and women can deal with the, the tragedy that is life, whether you hate each other or not, mm-hmm. there's going to be tragedy mm-hmm. and that they can deal with that with the, with the belief and understanding that, that their, their friends and their neighbors want the best for them and and i know i do well i want that in america me too most of all everywhere everywhere. and i want it everywhere everywhere Everywhere. as well me too but if it's not here we got problems good point (laughs) (laughs) don't know how it's gonna happen (laughs) so so guys you took us around all the way around the world and back yes to basically say, and I like what you said, no sides. I don't have a side either. I don't really know that much about it. It's enough about it, but I don't have a side. And sometimes I, we, I think we get caught up in needing to have a side. That's right. Yeah. Like a well, football yeah. game. Yeah, exactly. like it's a game. <laughs> That's right. We're, we're very we're, competitive. We're we're very competitive. We want to pick a side. And quite frankly, to something that's so complicated, I, I don't see, it's, that it's not about right. having a side. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's more about, stopping bloodshed mm-hmm. and doing something that promotes that's humanity right. the, that's the, right. you know uh, long life uh, right. for humanity that's right for yeah. all for all the whole world exactly that's right. and i think uh i think if there's any enemies to this hmm. Special interests. That's right. Picking sides. Picking Arms dealers. Arms dealers. All that kind of stuff right. we know when is no good. So when you hear when you hear that as a follow up or rebuttal or 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 answer to whatever situation, however tragedy it is, you know that I feel like they're not really speaking to our humanity. They're not really speaking to us as people. There must be a self-interest. That's right. Because you're just promoting We're on a couch in your beautiful home, and those guys are literally arms, hands around each other's necks. They are not... That's right. Oh, well, this is nice. That's right. This, they are in the That's middle right. of a blood struggle. That's no, right. I get it. I get it. I, I'm mm-hmm. thank God. Um, I thank aren't. God every day that we aren't in that. America I, I, needs I'll be a honest. Nelson Mandela. Well, that's Peace an interesting point because my wife, my wife, agrees with something that you said earlier, which is. You know, why aren't, aren't the Palestinians lifting themselves up in some kind of way? And I thought to myself, because there hasn't been a, as, as charismatic a leader as a Nelson Mandela amongst them that could, that could reach across all ethnicities, you know, at least that we don't know about. All right. Now, that may have been, there may have been somebody. Well, who remember, might have though, squashed. Nelson Mandela was jailed for what? <laughs> right. For what, 25 years? No, no, no. He what was, was his crime? Oh, I don't remember his crime. He was, he was a terrorist. Oh. That's what they labeled him. Ooh. Well, he admitted that he was, he was, now, they labeled him a terrorist, but he confessed in open court, and proud, very proud man, that he was justified to fight by whatever means necessary to liberate his people from the oppression that the uh, 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 whites or the government of South Africa mm-hmm. had had them under for decades. And he was labeled in court, right. you're right, as a terrorist. Because he was willing. And sentenced to life. Yeah. So I only say that, that he was a man 
of, of action, and he was a man at the, of, of principle and of morals yeah. in the pursuit Conviction. of justice and peace. Right. And yeah. You're right. He was a peacemaker. Yes. But yeah. he was willing to fight. He was willing to fight, which, yeah. which, that's which, the, which, that's which, 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 can't say fight. Violence. Can't say the word fight. Um, <laughs> yeah. That, so there is no person. He was willing to fight a Palestinian or Israeli yes. who's risen up, who wants to speak for all people. And that's, that's, that's an important step that's to take. That's right. That there be a, a voice that speaks to the humanity, the string of, humanity between all of them between all yeah and there's nobody who's doing it so you're gonna but i get the impression that whatever you do somebody's <laughs> gonna take take whatever you do and twist it they're Ooh. gonna try to <laughs> make it mean something i else. mean just like him he said they called mandela a terrorist yeah. right there right there yeah. so they want they, they're twisting it so that all the people who sided with the government did so because they felt like the government is protecting their interests and there's yeah. one other From thing. From the terrorists. You, you talked about, well, They were Phil, right. But in closing, it certainly overturned the government. Phil, in closing, you talked about the yeah. potential of the Palestinians. And How I, are we going to And I know I, I, I took after you, but again, you're not wrong. There are many Israelis who believe that the impossible, that the Palestinians want to, can or want to kill them all. You're correct. But also on the, coming from the Israeli side... There's this concept that, and you, you brought it up, well, what we need to do, guys, is we need to kill Hamas, and that's going to solve our problem. Well, they that, won't solve the problem. That's an impossibility as well. Right. You cannot kill an idea. You cannot kill a people's aspiration for justice. It's impossible. Well, this is the beginning of our next two-hour podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, so guys, let's bring this yeah, to a yeah, close. Yeah, let's, let's, that's let's, really, because we can go on and on and on. I think we, we're, we're like an hour and a half. You guys know, we're, yeah, we're an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. At least. So, uh, this has been great. You guys, obviously, this is something that you guys wake up thinking about. That's the first thing that's, that's sad. <laughs> when that's you're having sad. Your, <laughs> your morning tea and, and coffee. Uh, but I, I think most of the people in America, what do you think? I don't think they, well, I don't want to speak for most of the people. <laughs> well, America. most of the people of America. <laughs> most of the people but of America. Speak for Chris. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll be honest. I don't wake up thinking about it. it it's on, I, I hear it. Uh, on the news or something. I, yeah. I don't really watch the news that much or I'll see it on a feed or I'll... That's right. Um, and, and there's sadness that, that sweeps across me on both sides. The fact that humans are dying. I don't really go into, oh, it's Israel, it's Hamas, it's Palestinians. That there's, there's in some part of the world, there's bloodshed. That's right. And there's got to be a reason... Um, there's got to be there's got to be a reason to not do that. Like they one one another has to look at the other and have the same love and respect that they have for themselves. And and want to be willing to not do the the status quo because that hasn't it doesn't seem like it's gotten them anywhere. It's mm -hmm. been the same cycle, same mm -hmm. cycle, same mm -hmm. cycle. Same cycle. And and you said this uh, uh and I I believe everyone in this room feels that way that that we don't wake up feeling that that's not us mm, that's you know right. we generally want 
a good life. That's right. Children to live long. That's good, right. you know, want for my neighbor as I That's want right. for myself. You know, sure, sure there's occasional um, road rage and things like that. But I think overall people, you know, especially us, I mean, we That's don't have right. that much to, to to argue about. I mean, uh, taxes, uh, you know, we want this, but in, in, but in contrast to what's happening in other parts of the world, That's right. it's nothing. We're, we're blessed. And so I oftentimes wonder why, why is it, you know, you know, this happens in one part of the world. Why, why the, you know, Europeans enslave, uh, you know, African people and Indian people. And, and there's all kinds of stories. We talk, I mean, there's, it's not, just didn't start there. That's right. This has been going on and on and on and on. But then, but yet and still, I travel. And I know you guys have had ch- chances That's to travel. Right. Every time I travel and I meet different people's, people around the world, I go somewhere, I, I, I can't tell you how overjoyed I am to be in that culture, to learn about them, to, to be friends and, and, and gain a better understanding about them, but not just about them, but about humanity as a whole that wow there's something bigger than me that bigger than what I can fathom on a day-to-day basis and I'm just I'm overwhelmed with happiness um that I get to witness this that 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 there's a higher being a God that allows me to behold all this right right. so so I'm humbled by it that's right but I'm also saddened so I know we've talked about this and uh there doesn't seem to be we know there's interest there are people that have interest, and there are people who want to fight, and then the world goes around and around and around. Um, uh, yeah, I don't have a side, but I thank people for taking the time out to listen to uh, this hour and a half podcast. Yes, and, and I thank you guys for coming on and and really sharing generously um, your thoughts about you know, such a, a complex. Yeah, and good job to you and Omar because I think what you're doing is really valuable. Thank you, thank you, Thanks, Phil. Man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Larson. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Greg. Thanks, Greg. Thank you for joining us. Well, thank Omar, you. Omar. Yeah. Uh, thank thank you. you. Thank you to all our lucky listeners out there. All our lucky you, listeners. I uh, appreciate and enjoy this uh this hour and a half of Not Your Common Conversation. And uh we'll be catching up to you guys in two weeks. Okay. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> Uh, also, also, peace. please continue. Yeah, yeah. I figured it was Muslim. Peace, <laughs> peace, peace. Um, and I just, I, I want people to go out there. Please continue to listen, guys. Like us uh, wherever you get your podcasts. This particular podcast, we're going to put it up on YouTube. So start tuning into YouTube. And thank you for listening. <laughs>